This is the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. Hello and welcome to Radio Talks, the official industry podcast from Learning Waves. I'm Andy Matthews and on this episode of Radio Talks, we are talking to the winners. The winner takes it all. Ah yes, you can't beat a bit of ABBA. Anyway, on this particular podcast we will be talking to the winners who took them all, well, at least some of them anyway. We've got Simon Murdoch who uh, won the award for Radio DJ of the Year. Patricia Monaghan, the Programme Director from the National Station of the Year, News Talk. Uh, also on this particular podcast, we have the Newcomer of the Year, David Nelligan. We'll uh, be finding out exactly how he thought he won the award. And also Porik Flaherty, the Programme Director from Clare FM, the local station of the year. So lots of interesting stuff on the way. Make sure you stay with us now. First, though, let's get the industry news from Hannah Casey. Have you signed up for the podcast day with Learning Waves? Irish comedian and writer Jarla Regan will be keynote speaker along with lots more interesting speakers. Go to the Learning Waves website to sign up. Learning Waves members picked up 28 out of 41 gold awards at the IMRO Radio Awards 2023, with News Talk taking National Station of the Year, Spin 1038 with Music Station of the Year, and the Local Station of the Year went to Clare FM. Congratulations to all the winners. The Radio Presenter course 2023 continues and we were delighted to see David Nelligan, Radio Carey, a former student on this course, pick up the Newcomer of the Year Award at the Imrose. Lots of potential for this year's students. The Journalism Graduate Programme will launch in Galway Bay FM on the 1st of November. We are looking forward to this event where Stephanie Comey and Sinead Crowley from Commission Amon will officially launch the 2023 programme. In industry news, next week is Global Media and Information Literacy Week. To mark the occasion, Media Literacy Ireland is launching its Be Media Smart campaign on Tuesday the 24th of October. The aim of this campaign is to encourage you to stop, think and check that the information you get is accurate and reliable. The campaign will be supported by Learning Waves members with on-air and online content. Go to bemediasmart.ie for more information on this campaign. The Shine Festival was held last week in Waterford. In partnership with Beat 102-103, Today FM, News Talk, 98FM and The Spin Network, the Shona Project held this empowering event for young women and girls of Ireland. The festival welcomed over 2,000 students from schools across the country. The festival featured engaging activities, workshops and panels with speakers including Kelly Harrington, Alva Smith and Sarah Doyle. Megan O'Regan Byrne and Shona Lyons from Beat 102-103 and Michaela Hayes from iRadio were hosts of the event. To hear more about this event, look up the podcast section on Beat's website. Peter Field, renowned for his work on advertising effectiveness, presented at a Radio Centre Ireland event this month and shared the latest findings on how advertising works. At the event, Radio Centre Ireland also released new research which examines the drivers behind the continued growth in the audio landscape. Go to Radio Centre Ireland's website for more information on this study. In upcoming courses, the training calendar is filling for November. Don't forget to sign up for the podcast day as mentioned earlier. It has a great lineup and you won't want to miss this one. Leading as a producer will be held on the 7th of November. This practical course will feature a series of guest speakers including Jane Kinghorn, Sue Ellis, Patrick Ahi and Gareth Hart. This course will give radio producers the opportunity to optimise their current skills and learn new skills. Only five places left on this course. One that's sure to catch everyone's attention. AI for Marketing will be held on the 7th of November with Joanne Sweeney Digital Training Institute. This workshop will help attendees understand how AI can be used for marketing in radio stations and what tools can equip teams for effective marketing output, including on-air content. Excel and PowerPoint have made a return to the training calendar and are in much demand. 
These courses will be run by SureSkills. Go to the training calendar on our website for all our training course updates. Hannah Casey there with the industry news. It never fails to impress me the amount of uh, the amount of stuff that's going on uh, within the radio industry in Ireland. Uh, and well done to everybody concerned and long may it continue. But now it's time for the awards and let's start a conversation with the newcomer of the year, David Nelligan. David Nelligan works for Radio Kerry. David, what exactly is a newcomer of the year? Do you know, the newcomer of the year, I suppose, it's so broad, like it's... Um because even the the last night, the categories was, you know, there was presenters in there and I suppose broadcast journalists, sports presenters. So it, it's kind of, it's kind of a bit of everything, really, I suppose, the the category itself, you know. Yeah. Um. So the entry that you put in, uh, what what does that consist of then? What was uh, it? So what I put in really was, um, it, it was kind of more, I, I, I put in quite a few packages. Um. So they were, you know, just kind of general interest ones or ones that were kind of, that were played out on the current current affair shows, um, right. you know. So they would have been, for an example, I, I was at a, a school, um, chatting to the school kids, and it was you know they they had a creative cluster group, so it was chatting to the kids, seeing what it was all about. Then another one was out in the street. I think it was actually about Black Friday. It was the one I threw in, um, you know, just what the people at Kerry think of it, and then just talking to some of the experts around it, and then other bits were just kind of general interest, yeah, um. And what? So, how long are you in Radio Kerry now? Uh, I'm in Radio Kerry. I think just over a year. Um, okay. Yeah. And were you in college? In college? In college before that? I was in. I went to UL. Um, and I was in UL for I suppose two years. I was doing a media course, but I, uh, I didn't see it through. I, I, I was enjoying my college life too much. <laughs> <laughs> But that has to be done as well. You need balance, like oh, you do indeed. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, <laughs> so then you got the gig in Radio Kerry, and how how did you get into Radio Kerry in the first place, or how did that happen? So I actually moved to England, um, and then I managed to blag my way on to a uh, a trainee course over in England, a radio trainee course. It was only three months long, right. but um, so that was kind of that was my initial, I suppose, experience of it. And from that, it was just you know community radio stations and stuff like mm. that. Uh, and then from there, I ended up going to Australia and I was there for four years, just like I was in England for four years, Australia for four and a half years, came home uh, two years ago. And then I just saw about the learning waves. It's called the presenter course now. It was the yeah, course, yeah. boot camp. Yeah. Uh, so I did that two years ago. And then towards the end of it, I just heard an ad on Radio Kerry about the year long Radio Kerry course. Yeah. And I said, you know what, I'll give that a go. And I applied and it's gone all right since. Yeah. <laughs> The rest is history, as they say. That's My it. God, you <laughs> you certainly went the the long way about it. Anyway, there's no doubt about that. Um, but what advice would you have? You know, like you're kind of um, you're not a kind of a newcomer, newcomer. So you're not a teen, right? You're no. you're coming into the industry. Yeah, you've experience in life, which is important. So, what advice would you have for somebody at this stage for going into uh, as a newcomer or just to get into the industry? Is it? Yeah, I think, yes, just to kind of like, to be fair, you know, you've kind of, you've gone around the houses a little bit. You obviously have talent, you have talent, let's be honest about it. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm well able to turn a yarn, I suppose. Um, you know, yeah, I suppose just to stick to kind of sticking at the guns was the, I, I suppose, is what um, went, went through for me, you know, um just giving it an honest go and saying, yeah, look, let's do it. Do you know, and that's, sort of, that's probably not great advice for anyone else. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Sound advice and to be well taken in whatever way, shape or form. David Nelligan, the Newcomer of the Year Award winner at this year's Imro Awards. Now, from the Newcomer of the Year, let's move along to the DJ of the Year. And a guy that I was lucky enough to work with oh, a while ago now in iRadio, Simon Murdoch. Simon, where did it all start for you? Yeah, um, yeah, I was in iRadio, Andy, for um, over seven years, nearly eight years. Um, and... You might remember iRadio originally was split into the two stations at the, the kind of West and East. And when the uh, East license was granted and they went looking for staff, it was I-105, 107 at the time. And they had been advertising for jocks. And I've been doing some part-time work in Cork. I was kind of doing the weekends here in 96 at the time. Yeah. I was only a, a young spring chicken. And um, Dan Healy and Keith Walsh, who were in charge at the time, met me in uh, in court, came down for a chat, and I was offered the job. And Super. there for over seven years. Um, so now, you are uh, Radio DJ of the Year. Yeah. So uh, how does that feel, man? It's great, yeah, it's brilliant. It was my second time being nominated, and um, I, I did think the submission was really strong. You know, I put a bit of work into it, and mm. um, so to be nominated was brilliant. You know, and that's kind of, I think a lot of people who enter the Imros and um, get nominated, kind of say, that's the win. You know, that's the kind of nod. Yeah. It's nice to get that sort of uh, tip of the hat from from peers in the industry to say, you know, look, you're doing a good job. So to to go and win it was, yeah, it was brilliant. Um, not that it's gone to my head or anything, Andy. You know, it's not like not I'm walking around the place holding the trophy aloft everywhere I go. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I, I would hope you'd have somebody carry it for you at least, you know. <laughs> A man of your stature, but come here. Can I? Oh, let's talk about that, right? The entry and what? What did you do? What did you feel it was a good entry? Yeah, I did actually. I did. I did feel it was a good entry. Um, yeah, people have been asking me that, like, and I think you know you'd be able to go back and listen and, and hear it. I think, I think it's important when you're putting together these entries that, um, like, you re- like. Okay, a lot of people will, you know, a day or two before the deadline for the Emeralds be like, you know going through hours and hours of logs trying to find something. But I definitely think it's important to keep an archive as you go. If you if you do want to, like, you know, enter the Emeralds again next year, I think it's time to start now, you know, and okay. just start saving stuff and archiving stuff. And I think, like, I can't speak for every category, obviously, but for Radio DJ of the Year, I think it's important that you, you – I'm going to use the word colour, and it's a, it's a word that me and Brendan, the head of content PD here in 96, we use a lot. It's like – how can you inject some color into your links, you know? And that, that word color can can cover a lot of things, you know what I mean? It can be uh, a funny interaction with a caller. It can be um, a well-used clip. It can be, um, a, you know, a, a cheeky out of a link into an ad break. It can be um, a clever hook from an interview that you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, there are millions of things that you could call colorful but it's it's i think it's how you amplify your point cleverly uh, i think it's how you punctuate links with other voices whether that be again like an interview clip or a caller or a whatsapp voice note that kind of thing and i try to inject as much color as possible into into the submission um you know there was very little in fact there was none there was no you know text us now kind of yeah, stuff. it was all killer, was, not filler, as they say, was it? Yeah, here's the new song from Hosier. It was, you know, that's all your day today. That's your bread and butter as a jock, as a presenter. It's mm. it's about those little highlights, um, and 
yeah, I had a few of those which went in and um, the judges agreed, it would seem, you know. So um, delighted That's to win. Right. And I would say anybody who wants to to enter again and if you've been entering over the years and you have been that person that's been like <laughs> like a headless chicken trying to find audio at the last minute, try and start that archive and get it going straight away. And there's going to be days and weeks there's nothing goes in there, you know, because you might mm. feel, well, you know, yeah, I've done a solid week, I've done a solid show, but there might be nothing that stands out. But then every so often there'll be that bit that really stands out and you can, or someone might say to you after your show, you know, Jesus, I heard that thing you did there with X, Y, and Z. That sounded great. Boom, that goes in. You know what I mean? And then when, when next May comes around, you know, you haven't forgotten what you did in October, November, December last year because it's there in front of you, you know? So I would encourage people to keep a little archive for sure. Ah, yes. Archiving material, keeping a track of all the good stuff. And uh, even if it doesn't make the cut, just to keep a record of it, I think that's the key thing. Or certainly one of the key elements to putting forward a good IMRO entry. Uh, And we've heard that time and time again, so that's nothing new. But the only thing to do is to start now. So as uh, Simon outlined there, you have it all come next May when you start to put the entry together. Now... Porrick Flaherty is Programme Director and Head of Operations in Clare FM, the new IMRO Local Station of the Year. Porrick, how does that feel? It feels great, to be honest, Andy. It was one of those things that um, we hoped uh, that we would get across the line because for the past few years we've been close, very, very close. And uh, to get finally across the line this year, it meant a huge amount to us, to be fair. So you have the award now. What did you do to win it, do you think? Well, you know, look at, again, over the last four years, um, we've been up against a fairly formidable uh, radio station in WLR, and we've had three silvers and one bronze, so we've been very, very close. But we always kind of stayed through to our values and our core values of who we are as Clare people and the values of the county, which, you know, when we're, when we're programming the radio station and when we're broadcasting every single day, you know, it's important that clear values and our ethos as a people, that we remain true to those. And that's what we did in the entry. You know, it's not, you know, let's do an interview for the sake of trying to win an award. There's nothing like that. This was just all our content that we delivered for our listeners. And yeah, of course, look at we, there's a lot of interviews there that were standalone and we said, wow, they're really compelling stories and again it's always about remaining true to who we are in the county and that's that's always been our formula and to, to be fair it always will be our formula as well yeah well it's, it's obviously paid dividend and just as regards the entry itself because i know there'll be a lot of interest in it did you sit down in october 22 and go right damn it to hell we're going to win this thing next year was that the start of the process for you <laughs> i think uh, october 2019 was when we first said that to be honest and um, but yeah look at each each and every year you'd look at it and you say oh god we're so close uh maybe next year maybe next year and I remember, you know, last year in particular, it was a really strong entry. And I came away from the awards that night and said, we've been so close with such great content. Um, it's going to be very hard to outdo this content. We came back to the office again on the Monday and we said, OK, let's let's get the head down. Let's get working again and let's deliver the very best radio 
that we can deliver for our listeners. And it's always, you know, listeners first, and let's see when it comes next May what we can what we can make of it. And then as I sat down in May and we had the relevant notes in front of me, it's kind of say, oh, that's gross. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, you know, we could have a chance here. Um, and that's and that's just one of those things. But always at the back of your mind, when you come so close, you are eager to get across the line. And then of course as well, you're kind of saying, will I get across the line? How can what else can we do slightly different? Because look at as you know, Andy, um, everything changes every single year, and it's about kind of updating and being relevant and being true to who you are. Uh, but we, we we kept the values, and you know it's a, it's a proud moment for us. Yeah, no, definitely. And on the technical side of things, did you keep a list? Like, were were kind of were the guys in Clare FM? Did they write if there was something brilliant? Did they send you an email, or how did you keep track of all the good content? Well, luckily for me, I'm a workaholic, and all of the staff here as well kind of buy into it. So instantly, when they feel that there's something a wow moment, one of those radio gold moments. They kind of said, geez, did you hear it? And you'd be kind of saying, yeah, of course. And you'd go through the process as well. How did you do it? Why did you do it like that? And you kind of get the insight into how they're thinking. And um, you mark it down, put it aside. And then in May, you come back at it. And the funny thing is, when you kind of come back at it again in May, you listen to it with a fresh pair of ears. And you say, Jesus, that's actually better than I actually thought it was. And what what we felt this year, uh, we had so much stuff. We had way much uh, way too much material that we're ever going to fit in 30 minutes but it was really hard to kind of say okay we have to lose that we have to lose that like we were very proud that the material that we produced this year was exceptionally good but cutting them down from 25 to 16 17 pieces <laughs> that's a job in itself it definitely is a job and a theft, there's no doubt about that. And for anybody that's ever put an Imro Award together, you know exactly what Porrick is talking about there. Porrick Flaherty from Clare FM, the new local station, Imro local station of the year. Well done, Porrick, and to all in Clare FM as well. Somebody who also knows about cutting audio and trying to keep the entry as good as possible is Patricia Monahan, the Programme Director in News Talk. Patricia, how did you manage to put all of the stuff you do into 30 minutes? Like with great difficulty, but I suppose when well, when I sit down to put them together, what I want to do is communicate, I suppose, the totality of what we do as a station. So obviously there'll be kind of marquee events that happen across the year, elections, presidential visits, you know, tragedies, all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And you do include them. But I suppose what I kind of focus on is, but what makes us stand apart from everybody else? And what do we do uniquely or differently? So you definitely include some of those things, but you're also trying to go, um, but what are the other things we have to offer? And what's, um, how do I, I suppose, sum up the entire personality of the station in this 30 minutes? Um, And that's not always easy, but it means including a bit of light and shade. It means having some human interest stuff, some news driven stuff but mostly trying to find the stuff that's unique to us and that nobody else can have in their entry, I suppose, is the um, is the approach I take. Um, but yes, it's a mammoth task. We have 18 hours of talk every day. That's quite a um, quite a, a, an amount every day. And then to be looking at a year of that, going, where do I start, is quite daunting. And honestly, we sit down together, a few of us, and go, right, what were the highlights of this year? And we kind of, you know, make a list. And then everybody works away on their own entries for other categories. And, you know, we look at what they have on their list there. And then by a process of elimination, I suppose, over a number of weeks, your shortlist 
clips for the station entry and then you shortlist again and then you start putting it together and go there's too much of this there's not enough of that all that kind of thing and eventually you get to an edit <laughs> that is under 30 minutes <laughs> in a very short time i'm sure come here and and just as regards the team now look you're not going to give us any there there is no let's be honest about it there's no magic formula right but <laughs> As regards the team and the tracking of stuff that they do over the year, tell us that. There are probably various different ways of going about it, to be honest. Um, and some of them will be very diligent and go, that was a great piece today. Let's put that on, a, you know, in a folder and we'll have it when the MRO um, email comes around, you know. Um, and some are probably a bit less methodical about that. But to be honest, um, you know, it, it's very it's very collective. I think... And when you're trying to win awards, it's the stuff that stands out that is going to um, that is going to have impact. And like you remember them, you remember the bits that were. Do you remember that? Now it takes a bit of sitting down and kind of going, um, you know what they were, but you do they do stand out fairly quickly. And once you put right. together an editorial team in the station, you think about the, the best things from the station. The off the ball team will go. This is the best thing that happened in sport. The pack uh, team will do the same. And then when you put it all together, you go, "Oh yeah!" And you've pretty much caught everything. You know what I mean? So, um, and then I have the, and I had this definitely this year. I you have the unenviable task of leaving half an hour on the floor that is actually amazing, <laughs> and you have to hope you've picked the right half an hour to put in. So I obviously yeah, did this year, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, well, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, well, look, Patricia, thanks very much for your time. And just before we let you go, is it worth putting a few quid on maybe 10? <laughs> well, hopefully there's a 10th one in us at some stage. Uh, we won't stop trying. We'll always be trying to put our best foot forward. Um, so by all means, put a few quid on it. I'm not going to put a timeline on it, but hopefully there yeah. will be a 10th one at some point. Um, yeah, and I suppose before I finish, the other thing to say is um, that it's a real testament to the team. Like, you know, like I said, keep saying to them, I can only put an entry together with the raw material that they produce. And when I go to the well and it is brimming full, that is like a joy, to be honest. Um, so it's a real testament to all of them. And like some of the things that, you know, were in our entries this year, you know, there was Sean Moncrief was in Kiev in Ukraine reporting back from it. Um, you know, Joe Malloy had an amazing conversation on Off the Ball um, about periods and young girls and periods and how the impact participation in sport. You know, we had a fantastic interview with Pat Kenny talking to Amber Barrett the morning after they qualified for the Women's World Cup and the impact Crease Law had had on her. Um, you know, so they're huge moments and um, it's down to the creativity and the energy of the teams that are producing those programmes that that raw material is there for me to draw on. So there you have it. Now, you've no excuse for next year. <laughs> But you got to start work now. That's the key thing. The Imro Awards 2024. And the winner is... It could be you. But again, you got to put the work in. you got to have the quality product. you got to have that whole package. That's what it's all about. And that's what, that's what stands out. And that's what wins awards. So there we go. Congratulations to all involved there. We had David Nelligan. Also, Simon Murdoch, DJ of the Year. We also spoke to Porrick Flaherty from Clare FM, local station of the year. And uh, finally there you heard from Patricia Monnan, the programme director from News Talk, which of course is the national station of the year. That's about it. I'm Andy Matthews. Hannah Casey produced this episode. Until next time, take care.